Now, I want to share with you on what I call the privilege. Yes. The privilege. The privilege of being a shepherd and a pastor. I believe that it's a great thing to ever become a pastor. And it's one of the greatest privileges. If ever God allows you to be a pastor or a shepherd, you know, you've been given a very great privilege. A privilege is something like an advantage that is given to some people, but it's not given to everybody. Yeah. That's what it means, a privilege. It is a benefit enjoyed, a special exemption or advantage enjoyed by some few people. Yeah. Oh, you have the privilege of sitting in the uh, car. I had the privilege, like one time I was in England, I had the privilege of sleeping, staying in a palace. When you say Buckingham Palace and whatever, I was invited to stay in a palace, one of the palaces in London. Yeah. Even to, to pass through the gate, you only be driving by, you never know that it's a, a palace. And I was invited by the Archbishop of Canterbury, the one who does the officiates, the funerals, the weddings of the uh, king, the queen, and all that. He was the one who invited me there. And so I, I was shown my room in the palace. Oh, yes. Not everybody has that. That's what I mean by privilege. Privilege is something that not everybody has it. Yes. Recently, I met with the president of Kenya. And when we went to the castle or where the, the president is, the a pastor who was with me said, I've been in Kenya for 18 years. I've never seen this place before. Yes. Because it's a privilege. It's a special advantage that few people are ever allowed to. What it is that people don't know that maybe when you are in the church, they say shepherd, pastor, this and that. They don't know that it's something that not everybody, maybe because it sounds like a common thing, you think that everybody is a, a pastor, everybody is a shepherd, everybody. But it's not true. It's a real privilege. And one of the ways you see a privilege is when you lose it. When you lose it, you see there that, ah, oh, that was a privilege. That was a privilege. Uh, one of the things is that, one of the problems with privileges is that when people are given privileges, they don't know that it's a privilege till they lose it. When they lose it, they realize, that, ah, I had this privilege. Most of the people that have ever worked with me personally and for some reason or other didn't continue working with me personally discovered the privilege that they had when they were no more there. Yeah, that is a privilege. Because not everybody who has been working with me directly is still working with me directly. Sometimes they are working with me but indirectly. You find out privileges 
often when they are not there. That's why when I come and stand to preach, my prayer, if you like, listen to the messages and listen to the prayer before preaching. Thank you for this opportunity. Do not the word opportunity. Till you lose it. Then when you lose it, then you say, oh wow, it was. The day you are not in this church, God forbid, but the day that you are not in this church, and you find out that, oh, it was a privilege that you are being encouraged to do certain things, to serve the Lord. That's when you find out that, ah, it's a privilege to even be invited to have a camp meeting. Yeah. To pray. To work. It's a privilege. So, everybody here, please, I hope you've got the 50 people I said. Are they ready? No, no, no. I need them. You see, if you don't have it tonight, then tomorrow morning, I need the 50. Yeah, you'll be ready in the morning with the 50 people. Yeah, these are my 50 apostles from Amomo's camp. Amomo's apostles. So by tomorrow, all 50 should be here. I'll lay hands on you, pray for you, and I know that you have been specially selected at Amomo's camp for this privilege. Amen. Before you set off. Amen. Tell somebody, I need that privilege. Amen. Amen. So, you know, uh, don't let anybody take your mind away from ever becoming a pastor, a shepherd, a missionary. Missionary. Or being in the ministry. Don't let anybody fool you. It's something that, onapo. Onapo. It's an onapos. Have you heard that word before? Onapos. It's an onapos. It means it's something that onapo. An onapos is something that onapo. It's a word. It's a word in the church. You can Google it on the internet. Onapos. It's an onapos. Oh, what a blessing. You know, I thank God for him to choose me. Me, every day I thank him. I talk to him. Thank you for choosing me. Why did you choose me? I wish I would never hear him say that. I mean, he's not happy. I'm something about me that maybe this type of hidden things, mysterious, that you think you are doing the right thing, but it's not right. Hey. I want to please him. And I want him to be happy with me. That he saved me and he called me. It's so high. 
is so high. Yeah. There is no higher job. You see, I was a medical doctor. I am a medical doctor. I went to medical school seven years. I became a doctor. I know what it is to be a doctor. All my classmates are doctors. They work all over the world. I'm telling you that it's far something so high. And I'm going to show it to you right now. I want you to treasure that. It's an advantage. It's an advantage. Yes. You know, nowadays, if I go to travel to different countries, many times they, they meet me, they make so much noise at the airport. I feel so embarrassed. But the Lord was showing me it's a prelude to your arrival in heaven. It's a prelude to your arrival in heaven. They'll be clapping. He that comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder. That he will reward those who diligently seek him. So, there is a great privilege that is uh, flying around here trying to locate somebody and bless you with that privilege. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's a privilege. It's a blessing. Yeah. It's a privilege. It's a blessing. It's a privilege. It's a blessing. You have to take it seriously with all your heart, with all your mind. That it's, it's a great advantage. Yeah. And God will look at you. Even that word pastor will be associated with you. Charlie, let's be serious. How many have some shame in your life? Shame. Raise your hand on only this place. I want to see those with shame. The rest don't have shame. Those who have some shame, raise your hand. You are confused. Don't be confused. You are wondering whether when you raise your hand, I'll call you. <laughs> To ask you, what shame is, is that? <laughs> all of us have shame. Yes, all of us have shame. We are all shameful. Yes. As the song says, everybody's got a story. Yes. And your shame should have been the reason why God wouldn't mind you again. But rather, he will stretch out and say, you, you, come. And when you are called like that, you should be. Amen. Yes. Today is my day. Today is my day. I've been called. I've been called. Yeah. It's a pity that monogamy has destroyed the understanding of the privilege of marriage. Monogamy. Do you know monogamy? Instead of polygamy. Monogamy. Monogamy has destroyed the privilege of marriage for many Christian, especially Christian wives. 
monogamy. Monogamy is the art of having one wife. When you meet someone in polygamy, you see that they see their marriage as a privilege. Yes. I once met a wife of a head of a state. And I asked her, are you the main wife? She said, no, I don't know, main wife. So I said, are you the favorite wife? I don't know. She couldn't answer. So I said, do they call you more than other wives? She said, yes, I think so. So that is how she knows, but she can't, she can't tell. They call. So when do they call? So anytime. So anytime, so anytime of the day or the night, if I get a call, I'll be there. She will arrange herself. Whatever smelly aspects are, are there, she will reorganize. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. It's an advantage which others don't benefit. Check the meaning of the word privilege. An advantage which others don't get. Yes, that's what it means to be a shepherd or a pastor. It's an advantage which others don't get. Look at me. Who would have minded me in this world? Who would have minded me in this world? Who would have minded me in this world that I came to? Nobody would have even greeted me. You know how I know? Because I've been in Ghana since 1963. And no one minded me. It was when I became a pastor that the attitude of people started to change. Especially people who don't know me. If the police stopped me, they say, ha! Obroni! One time I was preaching, the interpreter even forgot himself. I said, I said something, then he said, ah, Obroni, Obroni, Peter, something, something, whatever. He, he forgot himself. Pastor Bano, were you there that day? Oh no, it was, you were not there. Yeah! It was a crusade. He forgot, he, he forgot himself. Oh yes. It was very funny. Yeah, that's the real thing in people's hearts. Yes. But when they started to recognize me that I had that privilege of being a pastor, you see them. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, <laughs> bless us, please. Bless us. <laughs> what a privilege. What a privilege. For God to call me like he would Mills. I always thank him. Apart from salvation, it's the greatest thing that has happened to me is to be called. Yeah. Apart from salvation. A privilege is a right or immunity or benefit enjoyed by a particular person or a restricted group of people beyond the advantages of most. Yes. It says benefit enjoyed by a restricted group. Restricted group. So you are among the restricted group. How many churches have got branches all over the place? You are in that restricted group which is 
one become one of the pastors, one of the leaders, one of the shepherds. It is a privilege. It's an honor. Amen. Amen. To be part of this amazing special group. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. You may be seated. Now, number one, it is a privilege to have the same job as Jesus. What do you think? John chapter 10 verse 11, Jesus said, I am a good shepherd. Amen. How many are excited that when they say you are you got a job and say I got a job like Jesus. I'm just like Jesus. The job that when Jesus came to the, this world, he came to do shepherding. And now you are also being put into do shepherding. Clap for Jesus. This is a great privilege. Number 2. The second reason why it is a great privilege is because it is an honor that God has described. An honor. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 4, the Bible says, And by reason, for no man taketh this honor on himself. Hebrews 5 and verse 4. Nobody takes this word, honor, on himself. The honor of what? Being a high priest. Being a priest, it is a great honor. Amen. God calls it an honor. No one takes this honor by himself. Whenever I consecrate people as bishops, I say, when, especially when I put the hat on, I tell this hat, you can't buy it at Shell, Shell Shop. You can't buy it at Malcolm and say, I'm wearing this hat. You can't take the honor on yourself. Somebody has to bestow the honor on you. And so when you are made a shepherd or a pastor or a reverend, it is an honor. Look at the scripture. No man taketh this honor unto himself, but he that is called of God, as was Aaron. Amen. Amen. Number three. A great privilege to be a shepherd is the privilege of being brought near. You are brought near. You see, the fact that you are near, 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 when you are a shepherd, you are nearer. When you are a pastor, you are nearer. You are nearer the center. You are nearer the highest point because you are a shepherd. In Numbers chapter 16 and verse number 8, Moses said to Korah, Here I pray you, ye sons of Levi, seemeth it but a small thing unto you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do the service of the tabernacle, and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them. And he has brought you near to him. He has done what? 
He has brought thee near to him. He has brought you near. So being a shepherd, you have been brought near. Because when they announce all shepherds, when they announce all basenta leaders, when they announce all pastors, when they announce all bishops, each group they announce and you are part of it, you are being brought near. Oh yes. Recently I had a, I had a meeting, one time I had a meeting in Singapore with my bishops. I said, all bishops come to Singapore. They all came. Beautiful. Recently I had a meeting in the Maldives. I said, all bishops come to the Maldives. I showed them the way to go there in the Indian Ocean. Oh yes. An amazing experience. It was only bishops who are You see, when you are made a pastor, a shepherd, a whatever, you are brought near. And you know the reason why you were not in Maldives? Do you know why? Stand up. Do you know why you were not in Maldives? You don't know why. Give him a mic. Huh? I'm not a bishop. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's the only reason why you were not there. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not physics, it's not admats. It is why you were not there. You were not a bishop. Yes. Even the secretaries who were there, they are all either sisters or mothers. That's the rank of a bishop in the church. Yes. And I'm going with my bishop again to another place. Yeah, in a few weeks' time. Yes. Charlie Adiano is a privilege. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. If you are invited to full-time ministry, it's a privilege. If you are invited to shepherd, it's a privilege. If you are invited to work, it's a privilege. See it that way. Don't let anybody confuse you. Especially, don't let disgruntled employees. Don't let them deceive you. They are disgruntled employees. Some of them are wretched Absaloms. Absaloms who attack their father. Go and look at the statue of Absalom outside. It's a warning from history. What happens to Absaloms? Wretched men who attack their fathers. Will you take your father out onto the street and cane him? And no, think about it. Will you take your father who gave birth to you, who ordained you, who appointed you, who helped you, who introduced you, who trained you, who laid hands on you, who anointed you? Who forgave you, who allowed you, who reaccepted you, who accepted you again, who honored you, who appointed you, who loved you. I can't even say the word, there are so many. You take that person out and cane the person to embarrass the person in public, to try to shame the person. You have brought a curse on yourself. You can't blame anybody but yourself. You have brought a curse on yourself. You can't do that to your father. You can't do that to your father. You can't do that to, to the one who, who brought you into the system. Yeah, who honored you. Nobody knows you. But he introduced you. Huh? It's a privilege. It was a privilege. A great privilege. Yeah. It's a great privilege. So see it that way. Don't let wretched Absaloms confuse your mind for even two seconds. Two seconds. Be sure of what you believe. Be sure of what you stand for. If you are not sure of it, leave the church and go where you are sure. You don't have to stay in the church. Because when you stay in the church where you don't believe, you become 
a wretched Judas. Yes. Meanwhile, you are not a Judas. But you become Judas because you are where you don't actually believe. So it's like you are there, but you have a different mind. It's a privilege to be brought near. Oh, it's, so, it's a privilege. Oh, because I'm a pastor, I've been brought near to so many, so many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day I was in uh, Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, I was in Kuala Lumpur. And a pastor there, you know, he just, he just took a liking to me. I don't know why. He just, he just, he just brought me near. Oh, yes. He just brought me near. Yeah. And I remember, I don't know if you have heard of Jim, uh, Jim, Jim Baker. Yeah. One day, there was Jim Baker's assistant was there. And he said, you know, this, brother, I want you to tell the story what happened at your, your place. It was a big story. He, he made the man sit down. For two hours, talk to me as we had dinner. Tell him all, tell him everything that happened in America during that whole big crisis. I was brought to listen. I've been to places, I've been invited to eat. Come nearer. Idahosa took me in London to a top class hotel. I've never seen such a place before. He sat me down, one, myself and Bishop Saki. He sat me down with a white bishop. He said, sit, eat. I stopped eating because I was so nervous. He took my fork and said, eat, eat it. It's very expensive. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm privileged. All these are privileged moments. I ate everything as he, as he told me. If you like, be there and don't eat. Yes. I remember one of the things he said. He said, when you have done, Idahosa said, when you have done 10% of what I have done, then you are qualified to criticize me. But if you have not done 10% of what I have done, don't open your mouth to say anything. Oh, yes. I sat down with pastors, big pastors who divorced. They sat down and said, I'll tell you the story of my divorce. What happened? Like a movie. These are privileges. He says, he has brought thee thee near to him. So you see near things that people that are far, they will never see. It's one of the great things. The higher you go, and the more you, you take on this wonderful work of shepherding and pastoring, the nearer and nearer you go to God and to the center. Hmm? Are you still around? Or am I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I should, I should share this with another group. Maybe there are others who want to hear these things. He said, is it a small thing? Do you know why he's asking if it's small? Some people see it as a small thing. 
some people make the mistake. They see it as a small thing. Number four. It's a privilege of joining a family of shepherds. Privilege of joining what? A family. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Bring the tribe of Levi near and set them before Aaron that they may serve him. Numbers 3 verse 5. And then you shall thus give the Levites to Aaron and to his sons who are wholly given to him from among the sons of Israel. And Moses, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Now behold, I have taken the Levites from among the sons of Israel instead of every firstborn, the first issue of the womb among the sons of Israel. So the Levites shall be mine. The privilege of being a Levite in the family, a special family. Everybody here must accept this call. God is calling you. He's calling you to join the family. When I see the people that marry my children, they become part of my family. All my children who have either their beloveds or they are married, the married person or the beloved, even from the beloved stage, they become part of my family. Yes. It's a privilege. At Christmas time, I invited beloveds and others, Charlie, all of you come. They are part of my family. Yes. They are part of my family. Yes. You join a family. Or am I saying something? Oh, I'm, I'm afraid of you. I'm, I'm. <laughs> so he said, I'm going to make you one of the Levites. So you are now from the tribe of Levites. So this is your family. When you are a shepherd, this is a family. We, we always ask, is he a pastor? Is he a pastor? Is he a bishop? What is he? What is he going to know whether he's part of the family or not? Oh yes. That's why you see when people leave they, 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 they are shocked by the fact that they go out of the family and you don't have any family anymore. Yes. You don't have anyone to chat with. Anyone to understand you with. And it's not about being perfect too. Shepherds and pastors are not perfect but you are in the family. Your family is perfect you see. No, not at all. Your family too is perfect. Not at all. Uh-huh. You, you too, your family is perfect. At all. At all. <laughs> Me too, my family is not perfect. And the family of shepherds, we are not perfect, but we are a family. We are a family. Yes, and we like our family. We like our family. Yeah. And you know, no one can come and tell you something about your family. Every prisoner has a family member. Every criminal has a relative who visits them. Yes. So you can't come to us and start telling us bad things about our family members. You, yeah, we already know whatever the problem is. Yeah. We're a family. And we will, we will be a family to the end. Yes, we'll be a family to the end. Remember when we started the camp, I told you a story of some guy. And the guy came, three armed robbers came to the house. And the guy shot them. They were all a family. They were looking for their sister. They were looking for their sister. 
They couldn't find the sister. Because the family member was missing. And they wanted to find their sister. And they couldn't find their sister. And the guy killed all of them. That's at the beginning of the movie. I will not tell you how how it... uh, uh. You want to know at the end of the camp, isn't it? (laughs) We'll see. If it comes up, I'll tell you. If not, you have to find out. Oh, what a privilege to be part of the family. What a privilege to be part of the family. You know, one day I was in Malaysia and Pastor Prince Gunaratnam, I finished preaching and then he said he wants to pray for uh, I don't know what happened, but he was going, he was going to pray for his son. You see? And I think he said he wants to pray for his sons or he wants to pray something. Like a family. Something. So, he called his son. And then he prayed for his son. Then, he turned to call me. You know, I had gone to the back. But I heard it. They said they are praying for the family. And they have added me. I rushed to collect my prayer. Added myself to the family. Oh, yes. Brought near and brought to be part of the family. Yes. Recently, one of our daughters, she died. Just at the end of last year. And I got a call in the night. I got a call in the night. I said, what is going on? I said, she she just died. I said, so I I got out of my house. Although she was already dead, I went there. When I got there, the pastor was sitting there. When he saw me, he started crying. As soon as he saw me, he started crying. Because you see, I am his family. He started crying. He got up and started crying. And I was with him and the wife in the room there. He's my son. She's my daughter. Yes. It's a family. We'll be together to the end. And when you become a shepherd or a pastor, you've been, especially in the church, you, you don't know what it means. Oh, yes. I think maybe when you travel a bit, Somebody here, you traveled and you saw the benefit of the church. Mm. Yes, mm. yes, the family. How many have seen that before? You traveled somewhere and you saw. Where did you travel? Give me a microphone. Come here. Where did you go? I went to Milan. Where? Milan. Milan? Yes. In on Italy? A, in Italy. On a work trip. So when I got there, the work had arranged for me to be transported to my hotel. But as soon as I got there, I had the church members come and meet me. Church members? Yes, come and meet me. So when the company saw that, they said, where are these people from? I said, I'd like to be with them. Yes. And they took me to my Beautiful. And what about you? I went to Frederick in Maryland. Maryland? Yes. And I went, but I went to the church in Columbia. Oh, and you saw the church there? Yes. And they sent somebody to pick me to church every Sunday. Yes. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Who else? Um, I was in Dallas. Dallas. And then Virginia. 
Virginia. Francis Agblik organized people to come. People organize. Because you are part of the farm. Reverend Francis Agblik. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Dallas Fort Worth. Yes. And where again? You? Are you saying something? Yes. Yes. I was um, in Czech Republic. Um, Czech Republic? Yes, I was studying there. Okay. You know, initially when I got there, there was no church. So I was there one day and then Reverend Fifi Baini. Are you a I'm a shepherd. Shepherd, yes. And Reverend Fifi Baini came ah. with Randolph and their wife to start a church. Wow. And then I joined them. Beautiful. It was a nice And you experience. were no more lonely, isn't it? I wasn't lonely at all. And where were you? Cameroon. Cameroon. You went to Cameroon? Yes, Bishop. To do what? Uh, on the, for a visit. A visit? And you saw the church there? Yes, Bishop. Did they recognize I, you? Yes, they even made me preach it. They brought a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> and you? United Arab Emirates. United Arab Emirates? Yes, please. You, you're which town? Dubai. Dubai? Yes, please. And what happened? I had an opportunity to serve God and be appointed as a pastor. You were appointed as a pastor in Dubai? Yes, please. Shama to And you? Philippines. Philippines. Cathedral of Praise. Cathedral of Praise. Yes, 2018. Wow. 2018. Yes, please. And almost everyone there kept on saying how great the family was. That you are part to be, you are, you are privileged to be part of a good family, yes. the Lighthouse family. And even uh, Dr. Samuel even took us in. Even wanted to give us durian to even try. We went to him. We spoke with him. It was. It felt natural. Wow. You see now. So, you become part of the family. Family, 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 family. And even there are people that are not in our church. They are part of our family. Yes. Next week, I'm going to Singapore. And people that are not part of board members, they are all coming there. It's like another family. Jesus said, other flocks have I. Other sheep have I. Oh, yes. Huh? No, they are they are not in a UD, but they are also my family. I have a lot of people like that. People are jealous. Oh. Skins are paining people. Skins are paining. I don't know what skin rashes or skin pain. <laughs> the skin is paining. Every standing. Every standing. Every standing, every standing, every standing. You are being trained to be hard followers. Hard. Oh, the family is wild. The family is wild. Huh? I also went somewhere. Yes, where did you go? I went to Boku. Boku? Yes. And when what I, did you see in Boku? When I got there, people were there waiting for me. They took me to a very nice office, gave me food, they gave me a place to sleep, and we're very happy in Boku. Wow. And Yendi. 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 You know we are building a cathedral in Yendi. Yes. Yes. Nice office, like an Accra office. And people in Yendi. In Yendi. In not Yendi, Boku. Boku. Yendi, they are now trying. But even the hospitality. You know, I was in Nalerigu. I was in Alerigu and I saw our members 
tamale when we go for healing crusade you see tamale i mean the food that they make for us eh? in tamale they give us a place to stay to sleep we have a place everything it's what when you get to tamale you, you, you see the people the people in the north and they don't like the south because they are enjoying there's a whole family there of i mean people that have established themselves from tamale upwards it's marvelous he made everything for us special breakfast Pepsi, is it not true they have the nicest house of coco yes you had a space in Tamale. I, I really enjoyed myself in Tamale when I went ahead of the team. The food was great. The food. breakfast, the, the the dinner, the, the members, the, the, the people were friendly. I didn't have to organize it. They carried it to me. Oh. In fact, when the rest of the team came, when the team came, they go and bring food to the drivers, to everybody. The tamale, uh, and so that we were late, so they brought the food to the barrier to give to us. Everybody packed to eat. I mean, oh, it's a, what, a, what a privilege! What a privilege! What a family! Next time you go to Niamey, next time you go to Niger, you see the family there. Next time you are in Burkina, you see the family there. We have seven cathedrals in Burkina Faso. Seven cathedrals. Different, different seven of them projects. And only in Burkina. Eight, sorry, eight. Eight cathedrals. Yes. Eight cathedrals. In Burkina. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Kumasi. When you pass through Kumasi, you see our new cathedral. That is being the new headquarters for the mega church denomination. They are building it. Beautiful. I don't know whether we have to give you a UD identification number or card. UD card. Yes, UD Ghana card. Oh, yes. So when I wrote this book, The Privilege, you know, first I preached about it in Kenya. Yes. Next time you go to the Kenya members. You see, because of Kenyan members, I know the number plus 254. Plus 254. Well, Ghana is plus 233. Kenya is plus 254. Many, they are always texting me from Kenya. Oh, directly. Hello, daddy. You know, I was this, this, that. Different stories. I have many children in Kenya. It's amazing. Huh? Oh yes, Macarius. It's beautiful. So, listen, listen. On Sunday, hello, hello. On Sunday, I met some people. You know, they are one of the department, the First Love Church. You know what they told me? All of them. 
They say, I work here. I work at this company. I work here. I work here. I work. You know the common thing they said? They said, what I do at the company, I learned it in church. Yeah, that was the common thing. I learned it in church. I, this is what I did in school, but this is what I learned in church. And that's what I'm using to work. It was, every one of them was saying the same thing. You are privileged to work where you work. You learn skills and things. Yes. You must see this as a privilege. And so when I preach in Kenya, the privilege, I always kept thinking of the word, that privilege. The Holy Spirit was putting in my mind and in my heart that privilege, 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 privilege. Something that is given to some restricted group. Where is the word privilege? It's given to a restricted group. A right, immunity, or benefit enjoyed by a particular person or a restricted group of people. Beautiful. How many are going to be part of that restricted group of people? Ah, don't lose the opportunity to be a shepherd. Try to stop fornicating and become a shepherd. Hmm. Number five, the privilege of a high, you can sit down, you can sit down, is the privilege of a high ranking job. Yes. Now, many people don't have a high ranking job. Okay? But in Philippians chapter three, the Bible says, this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth to those things that are before, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of Jesus Christ. When you are accepting the call to be a shepherd, it is accepting a high ranking job. How many want to work at the bank at a low ranking job? How many want to be the toilet cleaner of the bank? How many want to be the security guard of the bank? How many want to be the manager of the bank? You don't want to be the manager? You don't want to be the manager? You want to be the toilet man? Everybody wants a high ranking job. And a shepherd is a high ranking job. A shepherd is a high ranking job. It's your first opportunity to do a high ranking job. Why do I say it's a high ranking job? Because number one, it is a job that God himself does. God himself. In First Peter 5, it says, shepherd the flock of God according to the will of God. The Bible says Jehovah is a good shepherd. A shepherd's job is high ranking because Jesus Christ himself is a shepherd. He said, I am the good shepherd. In Hebrews chapter 13, he said, the God of peace that brought again the dead from our Lord from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd, that great shepherd of the sheep. A shepherd's job is a high ranking job because it is a high calling. The Bible calls it high. If the Bible calls it high, it means it's high. Everybody say high. high. Say high high. high, high. My father had a house called high high. It's a high ranking job because God does that job. Because Jesus does that job. Because the Bible says it's a high calling. Come on now. 
high ranking job being a shepherd is a high ranking job because you are a manager or as somebody says a manager James Genesis 41 verse 55 and when all the land of Egypt was famished the people cried to Pharaoh for bread and Pharaoh said to the Egyptians go to Joseph and what he saith to you do Joseph was a high ranking overseer and supervisor in Genesis 39 verse 4 Bible says Joseph was made overseer of the house that's a high ranking job everybody say high 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 ranking high 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 ranking being a shepherd is a high ranking job because you are made a director in God's house a director amen you are made an administrator these are all high ranking jobs you are made a governor you are made a superintendent you are made you are delivered from low ranking routine and minor jobs and you are made an administrator, a manager, a supervisor, a governor, is a shepherd. A shepherd is a supervisor. He is a director. He is a manager. He is a governor. Ah! What a blessing. I mean, some of you, based on your education, you will never be made a director. You will never be made a supervisor. You will never be made a manager. You will never, go and find any job. You will never be made anything high in any job that you ever do. But you come to the house of the Lord and then you are made a director, a supervisor, a manager, a governor. Is it not a high opportunity? What a blessing. They are calling you center director. Center director. Regional overseer. Constituency overseer. Eh? Constituents, we only hear of it in election, but in the church now we have constituencies. Wow. What a privilege. What a privilege. Joseph found grace and he was made an overseer. Beautiful. You may be seated. Then, number six, being a privilege is a privilege because you are made part of the government. The government. You see, many people want to be part of the government. Oh, I'm part of the government. You know, if you look at the government now, some people who were part before the last election, they are no more part of the government. They were minister of this minister. When this after this election, they were not chosen to be minister of this or deputy minister. You, there are some names you hear, they dropped out. And when you drop out, it means you are not part of the government this time. That's all. You are not part of the government. Yeah, you've been eliminated from the government. But when you become a shepherd, when you become a pastor, when you become a bishop, when you become a leader in the house of God, you become part of the government of the church. What a privilege it is to be part of the... You want to be part of MPP government, but you don't want to be part of church government. You want to be part of the next NDC government, but you don't want to be part of the church government. Huh? Huh? It's MPP government you want to be part of. What has MPP done for us? What has NDC done for us? No, think about it seriously. 
What are they? Are, are, are we not seeing the decline of everything that we, 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 we have? Is everything that we have, everything declining? Right before our eyes, as the years go by, since independence, you cannot say that Ghana is not stepping downwards. You can't say that. Every government progressively, you see that we are going down, 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 down. From independence, down, 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 down. Gradually, sometimes the decline is a little slower. Sometimes we decide, then we stop like that. Since independence, education has become worse, useless. Now our education is no more recognized abroad. Yes. Roads. Dangerous. Hospitals. Doctors. I saw one doctor who was giving a testimony that he has got a accommodation at a nurse's quarters. That's his testimony. A doctor, because his beloved was a nurse, when he, when he married them, they gave them this, there's some nurses quarters with a mosquito net that divides a room with a mosquito net. That was his testimony. I was wondering. Yeah, that was a testimony. Recently I was in Ejura. And now they said that they don't have doctors here. We have only one doctor. Yeah. The whole city. I think something happened in the town. They, either they beat the doctor or they chase him. And they, no doctor wants to come there again. Hmm. I don't know what happened. Number seven. When you are a shepherd, you have the privilege of of a job that requires high qualifications. Most of you, you don't, your qualification, they will even ask you what school you go. They know you didn't go to school. High qualifications. And number eight, you have the privilege of being, becoming, developing a skill. Oh yes, a skill. What are the special skills of a shepherd? Number one, waiting on God. Number two, the skill of listening to preaching. Number three, Preaching, the skill of preaching. Number four, the skill of handling people. Number five, skill of leadership, leading people. Preaching, leading, handling, relating, relating to God. These are skills you have and you develop as a shepherd. Yes. And this is amazing. You get skills. You are getting a job which requires skills. You see, as I'm a shepherd, I'm a preacher. That's the skill that I'm using to live. You can't take it away from me. It's a skill that I'm, I'm using to, 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 to work. I'm not using the medical skills. I'm using the pastoral skills. It's the pastoral skills that are helping me along the way. So, it is a privilege. Everybody say, high privilege. High privilege. Say, high high. High, high. high ranking. Oh, what a blessing it is. What a blessing it is. Amen. Amen. And then finally is the privilege of royalty. 
you become part of a royal family. How do I know royal family? Oh, read your Bible. Don't argue. He says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5, Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a, a what? A cane. A what? A crown. Wow. James 1.12 says he shall receive a crown of life. Once a crown is given to you, you are part of the royal family. You become royal. When you go to England, they have what they call the crown jewels. Recently, I visited the place where they keep the crown jewels. When you see the doors that open and close to where the crown is kept, it's amazing. When the, when the coronation is come, the crown comes on its own car. The crown comes in its own car. And you see the diamonds, big, big ones, millions of dollars and pounds worth. Yes, from Africa, wherever. And those, those are the special crowns. They have the imperial state crown and they have the coronation crown. They were only for coronation. No one has worn it for the last 70 years. Yeah, no one has been uh, coronated yeah, since then. And the one they wear to come and read the budget and all that. There's, that's a different crown. So I went to the Tower of London where all the crown jewels are kept. You walk, you see the crowns. Wild, wild jewels. Yes. And you see, you, you, you have a crown. You're just an ordinary person. Me as I mean, I don't have no crown. But when you get to heaven, after running your race, finishing your course, a crown, which means that you are moving from ordinary to royalty. You're going to be a royal member of the royal family in heaven. And those without crowns, you'll be crownless like normal. You'll be like how you are in Ghana. Yes, you'll be like how you are in Ghana. But some will have the crowns. And then you'll be part of the royal family. And when you are part of the royal family, oh, palaces, that's where you'll be moving around. Palaces, jewels, wealth. You'll be a different, I'm sure the masses of heaven will be passing by in our chariots. So, hello. You'll be waving at people. you learn how to wave. You know, the queen waves like this. He doesn't do this. Every standing. Every standing. Every standing. You do like this. Oh, yes. You'll be doing it in heaven. Tell somebody, Charlie, I'll be waving at you in heaven. I hope you are also part of the... Bishop Eddie, one day, all these things I'm saying, they will come to pass. One day, one day. It seems like a fairy tale. Something we are just saying. But one day, one day, one day, one day. Lift your holy hands. Father, thank you for the privilege we have to serve you. The privilege of following you and the privilege the privilege of a high ranking job the privilege of being part of the government 
the privilege of having special skills to work for you. The privilege of being brought near. Oh Lord, the privilege of the honor. No one takes this honor upon himself. I pray that everyone here will open his heart to receive this great privilege and become shepherds, full-time ministers, bishops, pastors, and part of the family of Levites. Thank you. Bless the Macarius Church with new pastors, new bishops, great servants of God who are going to do great works to the glory of God. We give you thanks, Father. We give you praise for all that you've done for us. In Jesus' name, we will praise you forever, O Lord. And everyone shouted, Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you are here, you want to be in the Bible school. Maybe God has called you, you feel that you can also be in the Bible school. Come, lift your hand like this. You want to maybe be in, join the Bible school and be trained to be in the ministry. Hello? Hello? Let us pray. Father, thank you for all those who you have called. Maybe you are here, you feel you want to be in the Bible school to be trained, to become a minister. Lift up your right hand right now. And I want to just pray with you before I take my seat. If you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front here. Just come. Come here. And maybe God has called you. Yeah. Stand right here. Come. I need to pray for you. Come right away. Come, 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 come. God bless you. All right. Father, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. New beginnings. Raise these ones up specially, I pray. Thank you for your call and the opportunity and the privilege. To come to Bible school, privilege to be trained, privilege to become men of God for the glory of God. We give you thanks, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What do they do? Please follow Bishop Asumini right now. You may be seated for a moment. Take out your Thanksgiving offering. Take out your Thanksgiving offering. Um, Kezai is going to just sing this. It's just a short song and it's going to be a blessing to us. Amen. Pray, pray. No, no, don't be tired. Of, uh, uh, hello? Don't, when I say offering, don't say, oh, I'm not part of it. No, 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 no. Let us pray over the offering. Father, bless everyone who gives today in Jesus' name. Amen.